Hi everybody and welcome to Soulscape. I'm Jodie, the founder of Solstice, and today I'm joined by Audrey and B. And this is the second episode in the series where we are looking at the 22 Arcana cards. Major Arcana. Major Arcana cards um, in a tarot deck and using those cards to facilitate conversation about how we can go deeper into things. <laughs> <laughs> We've learned a lot. I'll get the last there. Episode. <laughs> By the 22nd, yeah. I'll have it down. <laughs> we will understand what this is all about. We'll be wrapping it by a 22nd card. Yeah. I embraced my fool. <laughs> and and now. I'm ready for the magician. Ooh. <laughs> Welcome in the next card topic. Card topic? Topic card? Yeah. Cool. The magician. I thought it was going to be like mystical sounds and that was the opposite of mystical sounds. You could always edit in like the the crowd goes wild. Yeah. I don't really know how to bring him in. I'll I'll be honest with you. It's, he's quite humble. Is he a humble one? Until he's not. Oh, joking. Yeah, I was going to say. Introduce us to the magician. B. Well, here we are card number one it's a bit of a it's a bit of a jump i i saw a video one time that was a video representation of the fool's journey which is what we're on now and after he jumps off the cliff he jumps down into a chasm where he meets this guy and then he starts walking along this path and he starts meeting all these big characters so here we have a figure He's adorned in red, one hand, his right hand pointing up to the sky. Holding, left, holding a what? Holding a wand. Oh, nice. Magic wand. Mm. A stick. A stick. <laughs> one finger pointing towards the ground. Um, he wears a red robe. Very disco of him. Yeah, <laughs> very, very disco. And on the table... In front of him sits a cup, a pentacle, a sword, and another wand. Above him are roses, and below him are lilies. Um, he has an infinity symbol above his head. I don't know the the correct term for an infinity symbol, but it has a it has a name. I think it's a, I've only heard infinity symbol. Yeah, I think it, the, there's a word for it, but whatever. It's like floating above his head horizontally yeah. as well. Yeah. And um, like the fool, he's adorned in a yellow background. Mm. Um, from my research on this card, I've learned that I thought the Hebrew letter for this card was Aleph. But it turns out it's actually Bet. Okay. Bet, it turns out, is the first letter of the Hebrew alphabet, which is curious because the first letter in theory should be Aleph. Yeah, I was going to say. But. Aleph, bet. Yeah, no. A, B, but. Oh, an yeah. alphabet. Alphabet. Yeah. Alphabet. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. yeah. That's why the alphabet's called the alphabet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. 
my ex taught me that yeah yeah <laughs> he's but, so um, obvious learn things yeah see these these are jewish scholars <laughs> knew what they were talking about wise wise kings and queens <laughs> yeah the the jewish bible starts with with bet curious we don't know why no one knows why it's almost like a i think some people think oh this is a bit of a trick because it's to sort of show us that we actually don't have the foggiest about what's going on (laughs) so it's and it's again who are we to know we will never know the divine answer why and the fact that it's done this way is is not to throw us off but maybe maybe to 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 humble us <laughs> um and i think that's that's sort of that's the energy of the magician it's quite it's quite humbling um one as a number one unit one person singularity on your own you only have one yourself. is big and one is also small one is essentially whatever you want it to be one is your home it's your body it's quite an embodied card the idea being as above so below and more cycles the infinity symbol above his head indicates the constant progression of cycles the finger pointing towards the earth and the wand indicate a logical and a spiritual approach to invoking whatever you want. It's a card of manifestation. It's a card of creativity. It's about the fact that he has the sword, the wand, the cup and the pentacle on his table. They are all the four suits Mm. of the minor. Mm. So he has everything on his table that he needs to create his own reality. And they represent the four elements as well. Exactly. Right, so uh, I was also gonna ask if you guys see anything, anything that catches your eye in the magician card. Because our last episode we talked about the fool and we were all like, (gasps) dog. Yeah. Do we see anything? This, the infinity sign was the thing that I Mm. only saw. I didn't look anywhere else. And now, even now, the other stuff is kind of feels not insignificant insignificant but it's like it's blurred everywhere around Mm -hmm. the infinity sign for me there's something about it that there's so much detail in the other bits that the infinity sign is very clear Mm. i too very drawn to the infinity sign can't stop looking at it i was quite drawn to the stance and how he's like making a diagonal with his body Mm. there's something about I don't know. I guess you were describing the how the hands or the the wand represents one thing and then the pointing down represents the other. I was thinking about how he's reaching, he's like, you know, stretching the four corners, not the four corners, he's stretching two corners of the card. Mm. And how yeah, there's something about connecting the the ground with the sky in yeah. that motion, mm. in that stance. The energy flows through him. He is, he's sort of consciousness manifest. So I, I sort of see him as um, 
if a fool is a fetus, he's born and he's he knows he knows how to get what what he wants, basically. He knows that there's a world in which he exists in relation to other things and he has the power to create his own reality using what he has around him. I think mm-hmm. the energy flowing flowing through him in the way that his body is posed and the way that I'm drawn towards the schlimly schlim infinity symbol above his head. It's it, it's it's almost like he he's significant but he's also insignificant. Mm. And it's like when I think of a magician I think of, you know, in Harry Potter they use wands to have, you know, their magic comes out of their their wands. But then in I don't know, like the sword in the stone, Merlin's magic comes out of his hands. Mm-hmm. It's like the bridging tool. Yeah, so there's some there's something about yeah, the use of tools in this and your body is a tool. Your mm-hmm. body is probably your greatest tool. Conductor of yeah, magic. Exactly. To connect with with everything that's that's going on. And I think I think the I guess the wisdom of this card is maybe if you could literally magic anything into existence, what would that be at the moment? Oh, just like what we were talking about, mm-hmm. how we all want to be in a cabin with a fire <laughs> yeah. on a yeah. ski vacation. Yeah. I, let's manifest that into mm. our existence. Yeah. I think we can do that right now. Yeah, but it's kind of like the trickery of the genie as well. Like, if we were to manifest just that, how would that show up in our lives? Like, right now, we manifest it and we're there. Mm-hmm. Would there be a part of us that goes, oh, shit, like, I forgot my tooth. Didn't manifest the <laughs> toothbrush we waiting here. Yeah, during research for this episode, I was looking at how the magician connects to alignment and thinking about how uh, you need to have all four elements aligned to kind of actually really manifest something. So the alignment of the elements, meaning the wands, pentacles, swords, and cups, which is the um, emotions, actions, thoughts, and energy you put towards something. So are they all, are all of those things working together basically? Because you can have uh, emotions and want and thoughts for something that you want to manifest, but your actions and your energy is not aligned in that way. So you're, you're kind of going off a different path and vice versa. You can uh, be actioning things and actioning something into your life, but not have the emotional grounding in, in that is really what you want or is that, that's really where your emotions are aligned. So there's, yeah, something interesting about the magician in that aspect of finding equilibrium, finding uh, balance and alignment with all the aspects of self in being able to manifest mm. and harness that kind of power and direct it in the, in the way you want, in the aligned way you want. Mm. It's with, and that's in the manifesting realm. Um, it's like when you, people, often things happen in my life like things that I want or things that I'm I I get things or like whenever I drive somewhere there's a parking space there or different things like that that's that's where I'm going to be that's what I'm going to get but not in a um entitled way and not in a wish way it's very much 
without realizing that people say to me oh how how does that happen to you I'm like it's actually now you've just said that it's all of those things aligned so I'll be thinking emotionally about it's something that I would love to have but it's very grounded with the logic and I and the actions and I will I don't just sit there and wait for it I'll do things that will go on the journey to have that and then what, what would you say emotions actions uh, thought, energy and thoughts and energy and those are all the yeah. four elements it's yeah. water for cups emotions mm. fire for energy uh, and uh, wands right uh, swords is air and thoughts mm. and pentacles is earth and actions yeah. physical actions and so there's something like for instance a house that um i when i, I didn't just oh i wish i i'd love that and then that's it mm-hmm. um i'll go and talk to all the estate agents and um find out talk to all the neighbors find out what's happening and yeah. stuff and then um emotionally i i know that it's the place that would be perfect and that side um so i and then i put the thought into it how to do it the energy into it and the positive energy the action and the action calling in the yeah mm-hmm. and if one of those things didn't happen then it wouldn't happen mm-hmm. because you're just it's one dimensional mm-hmm. yeah you're waiting to complete the whole kind of cube 3d yeah. sphere of it and that's when people say oh why isn't happening to me or why why is that not happening or why is everything that is coming in my way is negative or this or that and maybe looking at those four things in each situation could be quite a, mm-hmm. a good tool I think a great tool for manifesting mm. if you think of you know having I mean okay let's just take this cabin situation <laughs> <laughs> I'm going what can I do to manifest this cabin okay well I emotionally already really want it mm. so that's kind of there I'm like really feeling it maybe really like allow yourself to feel it this is an example you can use for anything. I'm just bringing this up because it's, you know, right now. Yeah, you're already sitting in it. I'm already sitting in it. I can right? feel the fire. Mm-hmm. I can see what the chairs are made out of. Mm-hmm. I can see their wood and they have a nice soft cushion over the top. Exactly. And if you allow yourself to experience the emotions related to the thing you want, the, the intention, the manifestation, you're already halfway there because you're exactly. experiencing the, the joy of, of receiving that in the present. Okay. So then, you know, the thoughts I'm thinking about, also logistics, thinking, okay, when could this be? Where could this be? Who could this be with? Da 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 da. When's the best time? Okay, thinking of all those things. Okay, now that I've thought about all those things, the action, um, and I guess you could do this, these things in any order, but I'm thinking about what do I need to put in place? Okay, I need to save up some money. So how much money like per month should I save up for this trip, right? What, what kind of research do I need to do to find a place to rent? you know all these things and then you know put the energy towards it you're directing this passion you're directing this flow of energy towards this thing and you know who knows you might get it Mm. (laughs) you will will. a wise person once said the universe can't tell the difference between a bottle of wine and a house Mm. can't tell it it cannot tell the difference it just needs a route to get there it's not like the universe knows a house has more intrinsic value than a bottle of wine Mm. the universe doesn't work like that it's just how easily do you feel like you can get there what how are you standing in your own way 
Like if I think about some, if, if there's something that I wanted so often that there's one little part of me or one little thought that will go, don't deserve it mm-hmm. or not for you or not now. Mm-hmm. And that is enough to, to put a spanner in the whole operation, stop it working. Oh yeah. I thought so. That's, that's so the energy. That's yeah. like, that's a roadblock just right there. Yeah. Done. Can't afford it. There you go. Mm. Not going to yeah. get it. Mm. Or, oh, I'm too young. Not going to get it. There you go. Mm-hmm. You just, you've just sealed your own fate. Mm-hmm. Definitely. It's profound. Mm. And the, the difference between zero and one is, I believe, in terms of physics, just astrologically bigger than the difference between one and two. Mm. So to incarnate, to channel the wisdom of the magician is it's like extraordinary that we've even got here Mm. that we've even got to the point of being able to do this is proof enough that we can Mm. literally do anything because we made it from nothing literal nothing to something Mm -hmm. and and what you just said there too is i think why uh creative projects even really small things are really important reminders for us on the daily that we can direct our energy towards something make it happen and see its its product or see its journey uh and you think about so many times we have ideas and lots of people get stuck in the idea phase and you know the roadblocks are put up uh i i don't know how to do that i don't know i don't have the money to do it i don't have the time to do it. i don't have the energy to do it uh and, and fair enough, those are all could be very valid things, 100%, where we live uh, in a society that makes us incredibly busy we, to live, you know, our time is, is sold. Mm. Uh, but equally, even very small t- things that you can do, that you can create, that you can see kind of a product of, can be extremely rewarding and show you and model to you how you could do bigger and bigger and bigger, bigger things in life. Like even I was just telling you, B, that there's something really satisfying about recording these podcasts and then I have to put in the work to edit them. But then once they're up and alive and and on the platform and we can share them, there's something so satisfying about that, Mm -hmm. about creating something out of nothing and like really directing your energy of like a chaotic, messy universe world of all these thoughts that some are ours and some aren't ours and they're just flowing in through our bodies, through our voices, and now they're out here, and now we're gonna package them cutely and put them out. Yeah. It's gorgeous. Mm. Yeah. It's fun. It's it's creative. Mm-hmm. It's yellow, just like this card. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Little reflective question, in terms of the magician. Tell mm. us. For power, do you, do you see yourself as the director of your life, or are you passively letting life carry you? thinking about how much magic there is in the world but the magician specifically if i'm correct be is about harnessing and directing the magic rather than it just letting it be around you it's about actually taking taking charge because it has the the channel yeah being the channel of it so yeah thinking about what can you do to step into your life more fully and be the director of of your life that makes me think of where your energy is focused in your body and times when I felt not like that and then I've recognized that I'm very in my head 
and then when you it's like when you breathe if you take a moment to do those deep breaths and bring your energy back to your solar plexus and your center there's such a powerful feeling of whatever action or even when you speak as well when your voice and your energy is there like in your solar plexus in the center of your chest everything is calmer more grounded and more powerful Mm. should we all take a diaphragmatic breath (laughs) yes all together now listener apparently an easy way to breathe diaphragmatically is to just hold your breath for a second and then breathe in and you'll feel your stomach Mm -hmm. drop Mm -hmm. so just a quick hold of the breath and then and you feel it in your stomach instead of in your chest it's a bit more of a there's a, a, a um, heavier breath. There's an episode that I just recorded with Rachel Giffen where she did, I can't remember the name of the breathing, but it's where you breathe in and then you hold, you breathe in for four, hold for four, then breathe out for four mm-hmm. and hold for four. Yeah, they it's do like, that. It in does yoga something practices. quite specific to bring in the energy and yeah. grounding. Mm. And you'll notice, like, if you're kind of in your head and you're talking like that and everything's very, and then if you bring it down, mm-hmm. there's a very different feeling the other people will get as well very very different definitely i think it's an interesting question whether or not i'm the director of my life or like the side character or even a runner just making myself tea <laughs> or are you all those things matches it's not hot enough <laughs> of water bottles yeah. <laughs> I think it's a bit of both me and my mum were talking about it yesterday and she was saying it's weird how everything in your life is is sort of converging onto the same path and I was like yeah I don't think it's by accident but I don't think it's like totally by design either it's kind of I've just been moving away from things that I don't like and the more I do that even though it's scary to do I mean scary is is the biggest oversimplification to take a leap out of something to sort of leave a, a life you knew behind and to start something new um, but in doing so you just feel like you're well I I feel like I'm convert in in leaving things that I don't like not even really knowing what I do like, but certainly for sure knowing that I don't like this. Mm. It makes me go, leaving it, um, not knowing what's on the other side and just realizing that the things that you have left will just, sorry, microphone, will fill up that void that is left and they'll carry you somewhere else. And that's sort of what I've found, but it's, it is the action, it is the taking action which is the 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 medicine here mm. i believe it's the action and the will it's logic and spirit mm-hmm. love that another aspect as well so many questions to ask <laughs> <laughs> sorry don't let me interrupt no i maybe the private questions <laughs> like, oh, okay. i'm like oh my god tell me more what <laughs> that's for the subscriptions <laughs> <laughs> yeah subscribe to our patreon um <laughs> don't have one just yet <laughs> if, I mean, hmm. 
We'll think about it. Um, no, I was thinking about uh, another aspect of the magician about illusions. I was thinking of what kind of illusions do we fall for in life, personally, collectively, blah blah blah. Uh, and what came to my mind, I think, in the wellness sphere, there's quite a lot of like marketing. I mean, in every sphere, I guess there's marketing illusions. You know, we get sold things, and we get, you know tricked into getting things that don't work or do work or whatever i was thinking about placebos i was thinking about you know how moldavite got so huge on tiktok mm. and it was like he has mm. these incredible powers and it's, it's gonna take over your life and and everyone's gonna die and everyone's gonna <laughs> you know like these <laughs> massive things and it's like oh my god you're saying all these things and i kind of believe you and I, whoa like i've fallen for the illusion mm-hmm. you know and i'm not even i don't even have moldavite but i was and who knows? Maybe it does cause incredible change. And equally, maybe it's all in our heads. I don't know. Mm. <laughs> but I was thinking that ties into the magician vibe. It's like, what illusions are we falling for? And what is illusion? And where is that middle point between what's real and what's not real? And is there a blurred area of that? Can things be both real and not real at the same time? So <laughs> true. Mm-hmm how much is us and our power and how much is us channeling through power and what's the intermingling of that and the i just saw a blender in my in my head of like smoothies for some reason i was like it's just a blend (laughs) or falling for illusion yeah dark magic the whole other side the whole other side of the magician the whole other side of the magician thinking about like con artists it's like the dark side side, the dark side of the magician Mm. black magic manipulation yeah it's the whole the whole other side to it we are we are full full of black magic in this world can't possibly have any more i'm full up (laughs) hot take (laughs) with black magic and i'm sick of it (laughs) (laughs) do you want to for someone that doesn't understand absolutely anything about what you're saying which you know is kind of half of me right now. Um, <laughs> here we go. Here we I go. Well, if you, if it sort of comes back to creating your own reality, if you could have anything in your reality, what would it be? Would you have anybody? Would you go as far as to play with their will? Okay. Yeah. Would you subjugate their will to your own to have what you want? How so far would you take it? Just about the ethics of it. Exactly. Yeah. How, you know how much would you interfere with somebody else's life to bring them towards you and you can do it that's the black magic this is where it starts to get dark is playing with people things like you know love spells um you know hexing people mm-hmm. wishing people not well mm-hmm. all this powerful magic that we have within us but directing it directing it harm yeah yeah and it yeah and it happens all the time we are subjugated to it that's why we have to buy face creams because you know even the beauty of aging is twisted is twisted yeah it's twisted in perspective yeah it's the most natural thing and it's been it's been turned on its head and we have been conned into thinking that it's it's terrible and all it is is it's a projection Mm -hmm. i mean 
it sounds so simple to say, it sounds completely ridiculously simple to say, imagine a society where, you know, getting old was was celebrated, actually celebrated. And it was like, you know, here's, here's some cream to make you have some more wrinkles quicker. You gotta get those wrinkles now because they make you look nice and old. And wise. Yeah, like in- You've lived, you've experienced. Yeah, and I mean, it, it's, it's as simple as the one we've got now. Mm. It could just be like that. I mean, it's not, but when there's a reality the where it is. Yeah, and the tribes, and before they've been affected by the whole consumerism and ego and materialistic, the the elder is mm-hmm. the most respected of them because they're wise. They and that's what it should be, rather than. Oh, they're getting older. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. My doddery old nan's wet yeah. herself again. Yeah. <laughs> Guys. Yeah. So, where have we gone? <laughs> but no, it's true. I think the the magician it has the shadow aspe- aspects of being able to um, il- cause illusions and darkness and shadows and blinding. You know, like putting. Um, again, I just got a weird image of putting like drunk goggles on. You know, drunk like olives, drunk goggles. <laughs> yes, olives like, too. What's a drunk olive? A drunk olives and olive that falls into the martini. And <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but thinking about like you know having warped perceptions and views, and, and that totally makes sense. And equally, the magician shows us that we have the power to direct good, positivity, and light, and uh, manifest dreams and dreams that don't harm others. Mm. Uh, I'm bringing it back to the light, the light part of this. Absolutely. I think, for our ending, and, that, and it's like that. That when it doesn't do, when the dark comes in too much, it's it makes me think of the words like consumerism, ego, mm-hmm. all those things, and then takes me back to when you're saying about the four aspects, and if you look at something, is it if those four aspects are balanced. Mm-hmm then it's should be or more likely to be doing good for you and the others and when they're not then that's when the darker side is creeping in mm-hmm. yeah because it's coming from self yeah you know and it can sound like self is selfish but actually it's uh it's coming from ultimately self-love self-care and then love for others the universe the collective there should be no issue yeah and being aware of another person's illusion that they might be creating for you mm-hmm. and to not be as fooled by it because you can come back to being grounded yep. and actually see it for what it is. Whereas if you're in your head and you're not really seeing it and you're the other person is creating the illusion, but you have the choice of whether to be eluded. No. Yeah, it's <laughs> what's the projective identification? Yeah, that's the defense mechanism of internalizing what someone's projecting onto you. Mm. You know, like you're a really bad person. You're a bad person. No matter how much someone can tell you, you might start internalizing it, believing it, and sometimes people become bad people, quote unquote, whatever that means. Mm. So, other people's perceptions are super powerful, and equally so are ours, and. Like you're just saying, there's an element of protection that goes on to be able to protect yourself from other people's illusions, perceptions. And then we have, a, I, I think at least, a 
semi-responsibility to think of our perceptions and our projections and uh, mm. how we're viewing others how we're, we're viewing the world and what kind of light or dark that brings in mm. what illusions are we creating that we might not even realize mm-hmm. wow wow <laughs> what struck me is the the, the talk of compassion because as you were talking about that i was looking at the lilies in the bottom of the card mm. and the roses and the lilies are supposed to represent compassion and the roses are supposed to represent wisdom oh i love that so there's a wisdom and a compassion i suppose for both yourself and for everybody else i experience you experiencing me mm. that's a beautiful ending mm. thank you well uh go on uh dear listeners with uh magic harness your magic for the good please (laughs) do you guys have anything else to share before we end what do you want do you really want it are you sure because you'll get it oh good question if you want it you'll have it make sure that you really do want it as my mom says be careful what you wish for Mm -hmm. wish well wish hard (laughs) (laughs) well (laughs) Well, (laughs) thank you so much for listening to soulscape uh you can leave us a like a comment a review on apple Podcasts, spotify or any other platform you are listening to you can also dm us on instagram uh at solstice london and let us know if you have any questions and we really look forward to you hearing us in the next episode i look forward to talking to you yeah we look forward to talking to hearing nothing back (laughs) thanks guys Bye. bye